Hey guys, welcome to episode 30 of the 1023D Soul Shop Talk podcast. Uh, today I'm going to sit down and it's actually going to be um, another live stream on YouTube. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be kind of reacting to, I guess, a video from a, um, a channel called My Garage. And it's cool what he's doing. He's doing a, a neat project. He swapped a OBS from uh, a 460 to a 73, a 460 manual to a 73 auto. I think is what happened there. Um, I think he you know built the engine. He did a, a nice build. He picked the right parts. It's a you know a good combination. Um, but there's a lot of just like factual inaccuracies um, in what he's saying. And because the video is getting a lot of traction, I just think it's a good opportunity to kind of cover. Um, like common misunderstandings and things that aren't totally understood well. Uh, and I think we can cover that, you know, in this format um, where hopefully it doesn't get taken as like I'm trying to be mean to the guy or anything. I definitely don't don't want it to seem that way at all. Um, it's just a good way to present that because it's really hard um, to answer just direct questions. Um, usually direct questions kind of come from everybody's got a different reason that they're asking. And so, you know, we end up needing to ask a lot of questions before we can answer, you know, something, like whatever it may be. Um, so that's kind of the point of this video um, it, or this podcast and video. Uh, if you're listening to this, it, I don't know that it's going to be the best representation. Um, we're going to go ahead and post it anyway, just the audio. Uh, but if you want to watch the video uh, with me, it is on YouTube, uh, episode 30. Um, if you want to support us, you can shop at 1023so.com. If you have any questions about your truck, you can give us a call, 1-833-773-1023. What happened is there's a lot of just statements that he makes in here that are not correct, um, which is fine, and I'm not dogging on him. I think this is an awesome thing that he's doing. Um, but it leads, it makes a really good way that we can try to answer questions that are just like common misunderstandings, and that's kind of the point of why I want to do this. Absolutely, in, by, in, in no way, want to talk bad about what he's doing, his channel, anything else. If you want to watch his videos, definitely go do. He did a lot of cool stuff. I think it's great. But there's a lot of questions that we can answer here that I think might be helpful. So um, we're going to go ahead and uh, we'll just watch this video. I'll respond with things as I see them, and we can just enjoy this. For those of you who are just listening to this later, um, you can jump on YouTube. It'll be on here. All right, so let's uh, let's go ahead and play this. Um, I'm getting ready. We're going to hook up my little dump trailer, and uh, I'm going to run it off to the dump um, and kind of just put a few miles on the truck and see how it does. So uh, one thing that this started doing when I did its initial little test drive, the serpentine belt on is just squeaking like crazy now. Um, I've already ordered the parts to do the, the dual tensioner update that service bulletin that Ford put out, so... Uh, looks like it'll probably be about two weeks before those parts get here. So uh, when they come in, I'll do another video. I'll make sure to record it this time. And uh, we'll kind of go through the, the steps of how we fix that. So, um, But for today, let's actually go out and enjoy this truck. I guess to give you an idea of what we're working with here, uh, this is the Okay, um, one thing I want to say here is uh, he obviously put a lot of work into this. Like anybody who doesn't record and edit videos, um, it's not like easy, especially different different angles. And you can see here in a second, he's got like a GoPro on. Like he's put a lot of work into this. I'm impressed. Good job, man. I 
it's that's a lot to do for a project on top of the actual project itself. So, good job. The, the dump trailer I have, it's actually just a, a long bed off of a, a 92 F-250 I picked up and chopped and uh, turned it into a, a trailer. I actually ended up just needing it for the, the transmission and the engine. Actually, the engine out of this is the one I rebuilt and uh, put into the, the 94, which is now sitting in the garage. But um, basically just have a bunch of like old carpets and cardboard and I think I have a scooter in there. Um, you know, we redid the flooring in our house. And so um, with the trailer plus what's in it, probably pretty close to about 2,000 pounds total. So um, I've towed this trailer before with a fair amount of dirt and rock and other stuff in it. And with the 460, it will kind of struggle going up this hill. So I'm going to go up that same hill today and uh, I want to see how it does. Uh, basically, just going to. Yeah, that 7.3 is going to do a lot better. I'm going to leave the truck in the. Uh, well, 1023 has a, a tune called Daily Driver Light, which is like their eco mode. Um, so I'm going to actually just leave it in that tune and tow this because uh, even the light tow is good up to like 5,000 pounds. So I really don't need to do it. I don't think it's going to stress the truck out. So. Um, I'll kind of just give you guys like a driver's perspective of uh, what it's like driving it. This week is going to drive me absolutely crazy. Alright, so I'm hoping you can kind of see the gauges and all that. I don't really know how well this is going to turn out in the video. Um, just to kind of give you an idea, I, I put my... my Little control for the the tuner down here I'm not happy with it at all um, and I just found out riffraff sells a longer ribbon cable so I'm gonna end up mounting it right up here and I think the flush mount that they have will fit through there so then what I can do is just cut this open put it right here and then have it all clean and flush and tuck behind and then I'll actually be able to see it while I'm driving so um, my my tunes here well, well we'll start here with number one okay one thing I'll say to that is uh, the flush mount from Riff Raff is really cool. I should have grabbed one. I can bring it up here um, just to like mount the hydro controller in the dash. It's awesome. The problem is uh, you can't, like, I don't think we can just buy new dashes anymore. And so I struggled for a long time even wanting to sell them because it kind of it would be sort of a bummer um, to put a, put a hole in your dash and then um, have it there forever. It doesn't go away. Number one is no start. So being in this mode, it'll just crank, it'll never fire, but once you have the engine running and you put it back to that mode, it puts it to whatever the last calibration file was. So then I have number two, yes. which is the high idle. So you can see my, my RPMs jumped up to 1100. Number three is quiet idle. Number four is um, what they call daily driver, which is basically their tuning of taking those 205cc injectors and making them run as if they were the stock 90cc injectors. So here's what that one sounds like. You can hear the idle change. Okay, number five is my eco mode. So it's really not a whole bunch different. Okay, one thing I'll say to that too is um, well, two things you said. One, that our light tow is um, is good for towing like 
uh, up to 5,000 pounds or whatever. I don't remember exactly what he said there. There's, there's nothing that we can do in tuning. There's nothing that we do that depicts um, how much weight you can tow. It's usually the biggest thing is it's going to be a matter of ma- as long as you can manage temperature, as long as you can manage EGTs, like you don't have too much fuel or not enough air or leaks or whatever, as long as you can manage temperatures, then it should be fine. Um, I, I don't care what you what like tune you tow in. Um, at the end of the day, like naming tunes only should have to do with like maybe what you like the intended use could be for it, but it doesn't matter. Um, like at least for us, everybody does things differently, but for us, um, it's not like you know we run like things in the past that have been said, like you run uh, like way too aggressive timing or something like that when you're. Uh, in a race tune. I I don't think we sell anything that's a race tune and everything should be set up, you know, correctly, like pulse width, um, start of injection. uh, So timing, you know, pressures should be, you know, they should, (laughs) I'm trying to figure out how to say this. It should be consistent and it should be set up correctly and it shouldn't matter what the intended use of the truck is. Yes, you can make too much power and you can hurt the truck. Um, That is possible. Uh, but more than likely, like in a case like this, you're going to run into EGT problems before that's going to happen. Um, or your your truck just wasn't ready for it. Like you didn't have rods, so you can't tow at 500 horsepower. Number six is the street shredder tune. Number seven is the Cum- uh, Cummins killer. Eight is ludicrous mode. So we'll play with those three tunes on this drive. Nine is the light tow. 10 is medium toe and 11 is their heavy toe file and uh, talking with dusty okay one more thing uh we did we don't offer nearly that many tunes anymore we've narrowed down the options to where well we don't actually have options we have one set that we sell that covers everything that you could need to use um we don't like we don't have uh a lot of the options we don't have ludicrous anymore it was redundant um we don't we can't build tunes just for the purpose of being a race tune anyway. Um, it's, it's purposes to, if you're trying to inject fuel, that's its job. Like we can inject fuel and we can set timing and, you know, pressures accordingly, which is only a command anyway, because, um, you know, the truck is going to respond different based on whether you're like your high pressure well pump actually keeps up or not, things like that. Um, but yeah, we only offer six tunes and it's one set and that's all we sell anymore. So some of the things on here, like quiet idle, ludicrous, we don't have anymore. He was saying, you know, depending on the health of the transmission, I should be able to tow about 8,000, uh, excuse me, 18,000 pounds. So I'm going to put it back here into the eco mode. All right. Uh, another thing with that. Um, more than likely, this is a common thing that comes up when people are talking to us. Like, maybe I, I will never say, and um, we would have never said, like, you can tow a certain amount of weight with a certain tune from us. Um, Again, kind of like I said earlier, it has more to do with the setup on the truck and whether it's able to like maintain exhaust temperatures, um, you know, oil temp, coolant temp, and like the hard parts on the truck. A lot of what time, like a lot of times, what happens there is, um, like, if somebody asks us, "Well, do you think I'll be able to tow? Uh, I have eighteen thousand pound trailer. Can I tow in a daily tune?" Well, with a setup like this, I think he said he's got three sixty four and a half and two hundred five eighties. The answer is probably so. Like, you probably can tow. Um, in that tune. Um, but you're just going to have to run it and see. So yeah, I wouldn't directly ever just say, yes, you should, you can run 
you should tow 18,000 pounds in our whatever tune you want to pick. In this case, I think it was daily driver. Um, maybe, maybe you can, maybe you can't. You'll just have to run it and see. Maybe the truck will keep up. Maybe it won't. And we'll take this for a little drive. So now my ABS light is still on because I haven't done anything at all yet to even try and fix that. So the takeoff power on this, like your initial stepping on the throttle is uh, way, way more aggressive than it ever was with a stock power stroke and even with the gas engine in it. Um, it's actually been kind of like learning to drive again with mean real light throttle input. So uh, like I say, I've only driven it around the block. I got it up to about 40 miles an hour or 45, I think is what I did. And mainly, like I say, just to kind of get it warmed up so I can check the transmission fluid and uh, try and get the rest of the air bled out of the H-pop system. So one thing I, I think... I um, one thing I'll say to that is, uh, that is definitely something you need to do. Like when you first start running a truck after having injectors out of it or replacing the high-pressure oil pump, um, anytime you open up the, the oil system... Um, you, you definitely need to put some miles on it and honestly drive it hard. You don't need to beat on the truck, but, um, hook it up to a trailer, tow with it, you know, get RPMs up, get, get ICP up, get injection pressure up, put it under load, uh, to get the air out of the system. Cause if there's air anywhere in the system, whether it be, you know, under the ICP sensor, uh, in the oil rails or whatever, um, it's going to have some runnability problems. Like it's probably not going to idle, right? It, Usually, you know, it can take up to like a hundred miles or so. That's pretty much the standard um, to to run correctly um, after you have the, the high pressure oil system open. I am going to have an issue with, and I'm really kind of curious to see how it plays out because I I haven't been able to find a lot of information on it. I don't know what the boost output of this turbo is, and I don't know at what boost point my check engine light's going to turn on a uh, little bit of the the research i did it looks like when it hits 26 pounds of boost it'll go into an overboost protection mode where it starts defueling the engine um i don't know if this turbo puts out that much pressure so I'm okay there's another common misconception there too um there's two codes that people attribute to being an overboost code um so overboost and defueling are things that get thrown around a lot. Um, uh, P0238 is one of them that gets attributed to being a overboost code. Um, P0238 is a fault code. It is a fault code, meaning that there's an electrical problem um, with your map sensor. Now, it, it's, it's, um, it's, it's above desired is what that, is what that means. Um, so OBS trucks, we have seen like, well, they'll, they'll throw a P0238, um, because they've gone like way out of range. Um, and they, I don't know exactly what happens. I really wish Vaughn would come on and talk about, about this stuff with me because he can explain it from a engineering standpoint. Um, but he, but the, the map sensor will go kind of crazy. So like on OBS trucks, if you don't have a boost fooler, um, then the 
and pressure goes way above like, you know, 20, 25, 30 pounds. There's no set number. Um, the sensor will just start throwing um, voltage values all over the place. And so that'll cause like a lot of people will see, like, it feel like you're on like a, a rev limiter when you're not. You could be at 2000 RPM rolling into it and it'll have, um, you know, it'll just start like, like, boom, 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 like you're on a rev limiter and you're not on a rev limiter. So um, having a boost filler in place will protect it from that. Um, that also can cause the 0238 code. Um, the other code is uh, P1249, which is actually the overboost code, meaning that boost pressure is above desire, not voltage, um, not like a voltage error, a VREF error. Um, if um, if boost is above uh, like this, this factory value desired, um, the truck can defuel in that um, by RPM and by um, by whatever the, the pressure is above um, 22 pounds, um, it can start reducing fuel up to um, reducing by 0.7 milliseconds of pulse width. Um, a lot of people leave that in place still. A lot of, a lot of tuners don't. It's, it doesn't really matter. Um, but, yeah, that, there are two different things. Um, one thing with that, though, too, is uh, when it comes to boost foolers, there's lots of different styles out there. But the one that you that you would want is going to be it's going to be a regulator style fooler, so that up to the twenty two pounds or so twenty two psi of boost that tuners will control the map sensor to, um, it'll read correctly. So it'll be whatever the pressure is is what the map sensor is going to read. Um, the the boost foolers like um, like the electronic like just a resistor. Um, I think BD sells one. Um, they're terrible because they change the values of the map sensor. And so what we're referencing for tuning, what the map sensor is seeing, um, is not going to be correct. And then the other styles, like a blow-off style, I think diesel site sells one. Um, they're also not going to be an accurate value to what is happening in the engine. And we need to reference that for tuning for it to run correctly. So a couple more points there. I'm going to kind of test it when we're on the freeway and uh, see what my, my boost does. One more thing there. Uh, boost does not matter. I mean, it does matter sort of, but, um, a lot of stuff that gets turned on is like that if, if like, uh, you need head studs above 40 pounds of boost or, um, or that if it's like, we should, should with a certain setup, see a certain amount of boost. And that's sort of true, like as a reference point, but it's not accurate to, to anything that actually matters, um, when it comes to making power, controlling GTs or whatever. Um, what matters is like your air density um, for like how much air you're getting in the cylinders so you can mix with fuel and burn. Um, and, uh, so, and, and higher pressure, pressurizing air creates heat. And so you need a more you know, efficient air cooler or whatever. So all those things matter. Um, but, but ultimately, boost pressure itself is it's, it's just one tiny piece of the puzzle for air density. And it doesn't mean a whole lot or volume of air. Already, my impression on this seat is I'm in love. <laughs> uh, the other seat that I had, uh, it was it's kind of, I don't know, I guess plush would be a good word for it. It was real, real bouncy, uh, I think mainly because it didn't have any contour to it. They, they put a lot of spring into it. This is about seats, sorry. Um, Rob, uh, you had asked if 
Um, we should set the regulator to 22 pounds or a little bit lower. It, it doesn't matter. Anything around like 20 pounds to 24 pounds, something in that range is going to be fine. Like that'll keep it from um, from throwing the from reducing fuel. Um, Reducing pulse width because of the pressure being too high, uh, it'll also keep it from throwing a like a, a fault code as long unless there actually is a fault code. Let's like. see in the mirror. We'll see how much smoke we get with this in the eco mode. <clears throat> so it was actually really clean. I had very little smoke coming out of it. That was about a quarter, maybe just in between a quarter and half throttle. Um, speed limit through here is actually 35. We're doing just a touch over that, so. Um, you know, really don't want to get on it too crazy and then with having a looks like a brand new white car behind me I don't want to be that guy that if it does blow smoke I get soot all over this guy's car I do have a funny feeling with this in ludicrous mode. It's gonna smoke a lot um, just kind of Trying it in the driveway and revving the engine. It was puffing some smoke out even with no load on it. So Yeah it's one of the reasons why we don't have Ludicrous anymore. It was completely pointless. So um, Cummins Killer is should be very, very clean in basically every scenario as long as everything is working correctly together. Um, there may be combinations of parts that don't work that way, but it's not because of tuning that that's the problem, um, and we don't offer Ludicrous anymore. But yeah, an OBS truck, even in stock tuning, like if you didn't run any tuning at all, an 80% nozzle hybrid will run really really good like really clean really smooth and um daily i think daily light which i think is what he's in right now um, is basically stock like it's very close to stock so it should be it should just run great honestly really curious to see what it does when we get it rolling so just cruising along 40 miles an hour uh I tell the truck is still in third gear. It hasn't actually hit fourth yet. We're only doing about 1800 RPMs. My EGTs are right about 475 degrees. So really not very, uh, very hot burn. So it tells me that it's running a very, very lean tune, which should hopefully help quite a bit with the fuel mileage. The boost gauge is only reading about one or two pounds. So, uh, engine is not working at all it's not not under any stress which is really surprising for the weight of the the trailer so I'm gonna put some throttle down because it is 45 here I too follow speed limits extremely carefully Wow so yeah huge difference in power just right off of that because that was just me lightly pushing on the throttle then it jumped from 40 to 50. I saw it go to about 14 pounds of boost. My AGTs jumped to about 750. And again, no smoke out of it. So really happy with this tune. It actually, it's probably gonna be like my all around, uh, you know, my, my I, guess, <laughs> I guess it's a good name, daily driver tune. All right, so we're gonna get on a kind of hard takeoff here. Yeah, so holy smokes. So uh, I, I did get a little bit more smoke on that. That was uh, that was about a half to three quarter throttle takeoff and it actually broke the tires loose. <laughs> That's crazy. All right, so I'm gonna get on it here pretty hard. So there's wide open throttle. We do have some smoke coming out of it. Oh yeah, and I 
I don't know if you heard it kind of hiccup there, but uh, I did kick the check engine light on and when I looked over at the boost gauge, it was at 35 pounds of boost. So uh, I guess that answers that question of how much boost does this put out? So I'm uh, probably gonna have to get a, uh, I, I know it's on the internet it's called a boost fooler. I absolutely hate that name. Uh, that sounds like a fake made up. I agree with that. It's a, it's a bad name. Name to me. Um, I've always heard him an overboost control valve. I know Riff Raff calls it an OCR. So uh, I'm going to have to look into doing that because if this is going to start, basically what happens when this goes into an overboost protection mode, it cuts the fueling at the PCM and it tells the IDM to, to basically cut back the fuel quantity on the injectors to, to get the boost out of the turbo. So it completely changes what 1023's tuning is trying to do. Okay, two more things with that. One uh, that I want to add, and I forgot to earlier, the OBS trucks will not throw a 1249 code. It won't do it. It will not throw an overboost code like we talked about earlier. It can throw, um, it can throw the fault code, um, the 0238, that is possible if there's a fault, but it will not throw an overboost code. Won't do it. Um, also, in our tuning, the way we have it set up, it will also not reduce fuel based on pressure um, if, it, if it did. So, um, yes, I think that he probably should get a boost fuller to keep the map sensor from freaking out because it probably will at some point. And that's probably what that hiccup was that he saw earlier. I don't know. It's very possible, though. Um, but but it isn't, uh, it isn't throwing an overboost code. The code that he threw, and probably the reason why when he gets in it hard, he sees um, hazing like that, um, is, is going to be from ICP more than likely. Those are the two things that like will pop a code and shut back off. Is going to be like, your overboost code on a Super Duty, not an OBS, um, or uh, ICP above or below desired. My, my guess is below desired in this case. Um, I think he still had a high, stock high-pressure oil pump on here. Um, and just because it's got an 80% nozzle, um, or a, a hybrid injector does not mean that um, the stock high pressure oil pump will keep up. That's another thing that gets thrown around a lot and just isn't it just isn't how it works. Um, a hybrid injector uses roughly um, to inject the same amount of fuel as an A code injector or a stock injector um, uses roughly like fifteen percent less oil to inject the same amount of fuel. But if you increase the capacity of the injector and you're injecting a lot more, um, a lot more fuel, a higher capacity, um, it still takes more oil. Um, so that's probably what his code was there, and probably why he's seeing uh, hazing like that even under wide open throttle. So this may have the potential of putting out quite a bit more boost, but the ECM won't let it. So for now, uh, I'm gonna just kind of have to baby it until we get that that uh, relief valve. But the initial power uh, kind of got sidetracked with uh, with it hitting that, that boost protection going down the on-ramp. That on-ramp, um, several times with this truck before, I would just hammer the throttle as hard as I could, banging gears going down the on-ramp, and I could get to about 75 miles an hour by the time I hit the end of that on-ramp. This time, with this trailer behind me and basically having the power cut off for me 
I still ended up doing 70 just a little bit past the halfway mark on that on-ramp so uh, the power output is night and day difference and again we're still in the economy mode there's three power stages above this that give us the ability for more power so this is the hill I was talking about so I'm gonna set my cruise here to 70 well I don't want to do 70 with the trailer so I'm gonna set it here at 65 miles an hour so my EGTs right now are about 950 degrees and I'm running about 11 pounds of boost so before this truck could not pull this hill with a load on it in fifth gear they would have to downshift and it would struggle to do about 60 sometimes 55 depending on the weight so uh, I, I can tell the engine is under a little bit of load but we're still in overdrive still in fourth gear the speedometer hasn't tapered at all I'm running 14 pounds of boost and my EGTs are hanging right at 1100 so uh, a huge huge improvement so this is despite like, like I'm gonna say it again I am absolutely not like I'm not complaining about this guy, his videos, his work, anything like that. So don't assume that's what I'm doing here. Um, this just was a good opportunity to explain some things that are just kind of commonly misunderstood. Um, I also know that when you're making a video, like oh, just like this immediate like stage fright, even if you're recording it ahead of time, let alone live. Um, but yeah, when uh, like saying you can say things wrong, even if you understand them correctly. Um but this is a good example of like a great combination of parts working well together. And that's why we push so hard uh, to get to, to hopefully educate people on what to buy ahead of time. Um, like, you know, for a 400, you know, 400 to 450 horsepower, um, a little, maybe a little bit more capable setup. Um, this is a, this is a great way to go. Two hundred five eighties, three sixty four and a half. So it's a nice combination. It'll tow amazing. Um, if you need that, but you can accomplish what he's doing right here with less. Um, but it is it is nice to visualize that. And I know a lot of people like you like to look at videos at a time so you can kind of get a feel for it. So uh, I do appreciate the style. On on that aspect of it, and I, I can already hear the engines coming out of its uh, out of its load. The boost dropped back down. We're at uh, about nine pounds of boost right now. My EGTs are dropping back down. I actually saw the, the highest EGT was at 1,050 degrees. And uh, the transmission temp didn't even really get above 140. So it's like the truck didn't even have to do anything going up that hill. It's amazing. I'm, <laughs> I'm so happy with how this is running. That's a lot of times we see, like when you have your first impression of your truck put back together after you add a whole bunch more power, um, it is such a good feeling to like not feel like you have to work it that hard. And it is really nice too when you've got a setup that works well together, when you've got a turbo and injectors and a fuel system and H-pop and everything is working well, it just makes for an enjoyable experience. But things like this, like he's, he's impressed with the way that the truck is able to tow, you know, his trailer that's loaded up or whatever up this hill fairly, uh, it's cool. doesn't have to, you know, you don't have to bring RPMs way up. You can be in a nice, efficient like RPM range. Um, it's nice. It's, it's a good example that it doesn't take, you know, 
450 horsepower to tow with? Because we get asked that a lot too. Like, I want to make that kind of power for towing. I want to be have the power of a new truck. And it's like, well, when you're actually working in the truck, you're nowhere near the limit of what like those injectors say that they're capable of. Um, you're going to be, you know, probably, I mentioned like an 80% nozzle with our daily driver tune on here. It's probably right in range with what I typically say a good towing setup is going to be about what you're going to max out at is around 300 horsepower, probably 300, 325, 350, somewhere in that range. Um, more than likely, he's not going to be able to tow with a whole lot more than that. But you can accomplish that with a, with a smaller injector. Like if your goal is just this, like towing, you want a good experience towing. So pretty much at this point, even if my fuel mileage stays the same as it was with that 460, which was about 10 miles to the gallon, uh, the, the power output of this thing completely justifies it. So I, yeah, with that 460, like I say, it would struggle going up that hill and it would get terrible fuel mileage doing it. So it was kind of not really good all the way around. Luckily, those trucks have a lot of reliability, so, I mean, that's always a benefit. So I'm gonna be going down a street here in uh, just a little bit that it's a little bit more of an industrial street. There's not very many people on it and it's kind of a long straight stretch. So I think what I'll do is I'll start kind of messing with these other uh, power tunes. My, my check engine light already shut off. So it tells me that it, it quit telling the ECM to defuel. So uh, we should, should be able to have a little bit of play time here. All right, one more thing about, about the defueling, overboost, all that stuff. Um, that, re that reduction in fuel that can happen because pressure is too high, that goes away um, immediately. Like as soon as pressure drops back down, it scales up as pressure increases above a certain point. So it's not like even if, even if an OBS truck could throw that overboost code, even if that was possible, um, it, it, and it was in like actively reducing fuel because of pressure, um, it would it would immediately stop as soon as that pressure came back down. So it doesn't stay there, even though the code would stay there on a, on a Super Duty. In this case, like I said, it was just because of ICP would be the reason why, more than likely. Obviously, I'm not going to be able to romp on it too hard. I am going to have to watch that boost gauge so it doesn't cut out, but uh, should be able to get a little bit of an idea of what it feels like anyway. I can tell I got some weight behind me because stopping right there, uh, you know, it's a real slight little downgrade, but I could definitely feel the trailer pushing the truck. So again, this is a, about a half throttle takeoff with it in eco mode. And I'm running right about 13 to 14 pounds of boost. And that, you know, feels really good actually. <laughs> it feels like it's got a, a bunch of power in the eco mode. So we'll do this. We're going to put it here to the, uh, the street shredder tune and I'm going to kind of just pull over on the side street up here and let some of these cars go by because I do have one car that came up behind me. I 
actually I'm gonna just stop right here in the median I know it's illegal but don't judge me okay so from a dead stop well you put it on YouTube man now it's known <laughs> I would do that too though let's see what we see in the mirror I'm gonna just kind of half throttle this so I don't have it going to overboost protection again holy cow yeah so that was half throttle little bit of smoke not not too major uh, watching the boost gauge it was hanging out right about 25 pounds of boost and that uh, it actually broke the tires loose twice it, it did when I initially tipped into it and then when it hit second gear it did it again um, and that was up to 50 miles an hour on that little little run there so we'll do this again right now I have it in the Cummins killer tune and we'll do that same same throttle input same little run again here I would Definitely be curious to see um, live data, like what his injection pressure is right now, because um, when when you can hear it and you can see it, like more, like I'm gonna guess, especially if he was in a daily daily lights here and he had pressure issues, uh, that uh, it's contributing a lot to the smoke output. Because um, if pressure is too low, um, I wish I would have grabbed the map ahead of time, um, like I could throw up on the screen here, but. Um, Essentially, you've got you've got uh, mass fuel desired, which is going to be your, like your pedal command versus RPM, and um, and whatever value that value itself doesn't really matter. It's arbitrary, but but that value is um, what everything else is going to be based off of. So your pulse width and um, injection pressure, and so what you, what you command is let's just say like you command a uh, hundred mass fuel desired. That'd be like one hundred percent pedal. At a high enough RPM, um, then your 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 pulse width and your and ICP are going to try to meet that quantity. Um, if pressure is what it's supposed to be, let's say it's high, it's three thousand psi, and this is such like a, a dumbed down explanation. I need to just talk about it correctly one of these days, and I and I will in a video. But um, if pressure is high at that same demand for quantity of fuel, then pulse width will be lower. It's going to be a lot cleaner, a lot cleaner burn. Um, if pressure drops at that same quantity uh, commanded, um, then you still have to get that same quantity. So pulse width increases because pressure is not where it's supposed to be. Uh, and that causes pressure issues or causes smoke issues and stuff like this too. So yeah, I mean, we, it's, it's technical enough. It's really hard to try to break down, but um, yeah, anyway. Oh, a lot more smoke. There's 30 pounds of boost. And that's 50, holy cow, and we got a big old uh, vent when I let off of the throttle there. So yeah, clearly runs a lot more a lot more fuel through that tune. Um, but again, the power feels pretty solid. So now I have it in the, uh, the ludicrous tune. We'll do the same thing here. We'll, uh, we'll see what it's like. And I feel bad I got someone walking down the street here, so hopefully I don't smoke them out. It doesn't matter what he does at this point. It's going to be bad. Like, um, ICP is not keeping up at all. Um, and so it's, it's going to compensate majorly with pulse width. So it's not going to matter. Also, sorry, they're working with power equipment. I don't know if you can hear that, but uh, making a lot of noise in the shop. Holy cow, I'm smoking the tires like crazy. Yeah, uh, that that's definitely a ludicrous tune. <laughs> uh, I had to back out of it there 
it was spinning the tires so freaking hard oh man we'll we'll have to stop on the way back uh there is two giant black marks in the street where i was just roasting the tires <laughs> i did see the boost gauge was hanging out about 32 psi um unfortunately i wasn't watching the egt gauge lots of smoke lots and lots and lots of power that was pretty much a burnout all the way through uh to third gear i backed out of the throttle when it hit third gear just <laughs> because i'm not about killing this truck um the transmission in it i mean it does have a shift kit it does have uh, a billet torque converter in it but i don't know anything at all about the rest of the internals and i, I really don't want to go blowing pieces out of it uh, obviously I got another check engine light because it, it way over boosted on that one and that was at half throttle <laughs> so uh, I'm really curious to see what this thing's gonna be like when I can get that over boost control valve and uh, actually be able to put my foot into it to see what it does but that that is just insane I think ludicrous is the perfect name for that tune a perfect reason not to offer it anymore so I, me personally, um, I know that it's not cool. Maybe, maybe I'm not cool. I don't know, but, uh, it may like, it makes my stomach churn seeing things like this. Um, it really has nothing to do with tuning itself, especially on an older truck like this. It can have so many problems and so many variables. If you've got a big set of injectors in your truck, You've got 80% nozzles or whatever. Like it's, and, and especially if everything isn't working perfectly well together, it's very likely that it's going to have smoke problems. Um, I, you know, we're doing a lot of work. We're doing everything we can at this point, especially to um, try to meet, you know, do everything properly. Like we're trying to meet, you know, federal emission standards and things like that too. And so it just kind of like ugh, makes my heart sink a little bit seeing things like this. Um, but it's the truth of what can happen. So uh, I, I do actually hope, I don't know who this is, but I, I hope that maybe you'll reach out to us um, and we can we can talk about it too because I'd, I'd love to even have you on here to talk about your truck. So it is cool. Um, I have to laugh though. He said he was doing fuel mileage testing and then spends the rest of the time playing with the truck. It's going to probably not be good fuel mileage. I don't know if he mentions it later, what it ended up being. Um, not that I disagree with that, because if I had a new setup and it was something to play with, I would have done the same thing. I wouldn't have even tried for a few mileage. So, uh, Good job, Dusty, and the rest of the guys at 1023. Uh, this truck is going to get me in a lot of trouble. I, I can already tell I'm going to be driving this thing like a complete idiot. Well, not all the time, you know, but when I want to go and try and dust off a Mustang or something, I, I, I don't even know if it's that fast, but... You know, a lot of it is traction. I, I think I'm going to have a huge lack of traction issue. Um, clearly don't think I'm going to have an issue towing anything. And uh, I'm going to have to figure out how to afford to keep fueling this because I, I want to make this my daily driver for everything and get rid of my other car. Holy cow, that's just absolutely crazy. It, my engine isn't overheating. It's actually running super cool right now. My AGTs are right in check. The transmission's hanging out about 155, 160 degrees. So just, I, I couldn't be happier with how this came out. And like I say, everything has been working. Uh, I was a little bit concerned about doing the dash harness, what kind of issues I was gonna have with that. 
and uh, everything works. The cruise control works, the lights, the AC, the radio, backup camera, everything. I, I, I don't have any gauge issues. Just everything is working like a champ. So I, I'm just super stoked with it. I mean, obviously the bell squeak is driving me nuts right now, but uh, you know, I got parts coming to fix that. I do still have a couple little things I'm going to tidy up on this. Um, I haven't done the cross member yet. I'm still, I need to install one bolt for the transmission cross member. And then I need to remove the four bolts that are still just sitting in the frame from the manual transmission cross member. But again, to do that, I got to lift the cab up to, to get those bolts out. And then I have a few little things here and there I, I kind of want to do. Um, one of the big things that I want to try and do next um, when, when I have time is I want to do the reverse shackle kit. Um, one thing I, I did notice, this truck now sits about, I don't know, probably two inches lower in the front end than it did with the 460, which I didn't think this engine was that much heavier than the 460 was, but obviously it is. So it does have a pretty bad rake. The front end is sitting down pretty low. So um, that's gonna be on the, the list of things I want to get done. And I want to do a couple aesthetic things to it to try and make the truck look a little bit better. So holy cow, I'm gonna be here for a while waiting in this line. So um, I'm actually gonna call this uh, video quits. I, I think uh, we got a really good episode ending here. And uh... Okay, so obviously that's the end. There's a lot of stuff I could probably cut out if it was a, a different kind of video. But um, you know, all in all, like I said, I, I appreciate the work that he's doing. I think it's cool. He's obviously, He's done a lot of work. He put a ton into that truck. And then even just the production of video on something like that is a lot. Um, I do want to keep pushing to, I guess, just for education. Um, so many times, that's really the, the whole boost and ICP thing that we talked about a lot here. Um, I, I want to get to a point where we can try to educate people better on that kind of, that kind of thing. Because people are going to watch videos like this. And they're gonna they're gonna learn from it. I mean, the guy obviously knows what he's talking about, or knows how to do the work in a lot in a lot of things. Um, and uh, and I just you know when a lot of people watch that, that's how more things that aren't true get spread. Um, so again, I'm not dogging on the guy. I think it's cool what he's doing, um, and I wouldn't expect everyone to have those answers. Um, I just I don't like when more people come with with the wrong conclusion to what a problem could be. Um, when it's not necessary. So that was the point of this. Um, if you guys want, I mean, if, if you like this type of thing, just kind of seeing things and talking about it when we see them, uh, I would be happy to do this more. Um, yeah, we can do this whenever. So if there's videos you want me to watch, we can see about maybe streaming them. Um, if you'd prefer not covering so many things um, and like watching, watching like a whole video with like fluff that has nothing to do with what we're trying to talk about. Um, we can just make regular videos about that too. So appreciate you guys watching. Um, if you want to support us since we're doing this for, well, free, we're paying for it. Um, if you want to support us, you can shop at 1020.com. If you have questions about your truck, feel free to give us a call. 1-833-773-1023. Um, drop a comment down on the video here. If there's something, you know, questions that you have, I'm not great about answering them. Um, I probably should go back and work on answering more of these YouTube comments, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Drop them in there. I'll take a look at them. If something that's important, um, like a topic to cover, then we'll try to add it down the road. 
But anyway, appreciate you guys watching.